Welcome to the Dadvocacy Podcast. This is Ryan. I'm Tristan, and this is episode nine. Is it nine or ten? Nine? No, we're on nine now, nine? yeah. Yeah, okay. Ten if you count your kids, but yeah. That's that's true, yeah. Official nine. Official, yeah. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Going to be an interesting back. show this week, too. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it because we've been listening to your feedback, and not like we needed anything else to talk about, but... Um, <laughs> We're full of hot air. <laughs> no, it was it was nice to kind of know like, hey, where where do you want us? Because this, you know, we're doing this for you too. Um, so where do you want to kind of let the ship go this week? And I'm kind of excited about it. So. Yeah, I think it's actually going to be a, a lot of fun. This is um, this feedback was awesome. Actually, uh, you know, we had we had planned out episodes uh, ten, eleven, and twelve. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what they are now. Um, so we'll be getting into those later. But I mean, this one, it just felt like it needed its own topic, its own its own full podcast on it. So. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. So um, if you guys know me kind of through this vicariously through the podcast, or if you actually know me in person, um, I'm picky, right? <laughs> you are. <laughs> I don't know if you saw our social media pages, but uh, the latest uh, escapade of of uh, dating with Ryan. <laughs> apparently, uh, the online dating service that I had been using uh, apparently thinks that I'm incredibly picky and has been trying to tell me to broaden my search uh, because maybe like what I'm looking for doesn't exist. <laughs> Ryan wants a unicorn and, and that's really it. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, we all, we all need to make sure we've got our standards set for us, but yeah, some of those, it's tough. Dude, I'm not lowering my, my standards. Let's just put it that way. I'm that just means taking more time. Yeah. And that's all. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not a bad thing. That's okay. I mean, I know what I'm looking for. And the fact that I'm online looking is the nature of 2020 and 2021 kind of melded together. I don't go to the bar. So, and I wouldn't really want to take someone home from the bar to meet mom. So, can you meet people at a library anymore? Is that a thing? Um, the only people I've been to a library once in the last two years. Okay. Um, no. I know the individuals that are at the library these days. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that don't have internet at home. Are, are they the ones that are renting movies from the library? Do you remember when you could do that? Yeah. Um, they're either <laughs> doing that or they're searching things from a public um, domain for safety's yeah, sake. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, they and they're very feet. secretive about what is on their screen. Man, if we were if yeah. we if we had an advertising <laughs> through a VPN blocker, that'd be perfect right now. It would be <laughs> Express VPN. Where are you at? Because mm-hmm. uh, we will uh, we will push your product right now. Yeah, get at us. <laughs> Let's make yeah, some so, money. No, it's interesting. Dating is tough because you can't. There's um. Yeah, I mean, you've got the bar. You have clubs, right? Yeah, I'm I'm a no on both of those. Yeah. So where else do you meet people? And I mean, bookstores um, would be good. Actual legitimate bookstores. If we had good ones in town, you know, a child's. Daycare? Do people go to bookstores? Uh, Barnes and Noble is kind of like going the way of the dinosaur. But, yeah. uh, I don't know. There's and daycares, I mean, you can't spend all day there hanging out. No, I mean, They'd be like, do you work here? Yeah, I might as well. No, I think, ah, I'm going to get sick all the time. Sweet, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and not for the, the individuals working at the daycare, but in hopes of possibly another um, single individual as myself. Um, yep. That has common interest. You both have children. Yes, I don't know. Church. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think of other areas where you might meet an individual in 2021, and it's not really there anymore. Yeah, it's it's really tough. And even tougher is that 
let's say you do meet an individual and they've got that new, um, what is that? The new technology where they can actually superimpose a face on theirs and be anybody they really want to be mm. oh, over dude. Zoom or Skype. The, uh, That's a new thing. The catfishing culture is yeah. uh, evolved into something incredibly different. <laughs> and I think I sold out my, not a buddy, but it's somebody I went to high school with. I don't can't remember. Did I talk about this on here where he used pictures of somebody else that we went to high school with nope. on his dating profile? Tell the story again. <laughs> we like it. So, uh, uh, I had somebody message me about an individual I went to school with. They're like, Hey, I met this guy online and it's a female friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I met this guy online. Um, he's from your hometown. You know, do you know anything about him? I was like, I mean, yeah, I know the name. I mean, we went to school together. We're in the same, you know, he's a grade above me. Um, why, what's up? What do you want to know? And she's like sent pictures and she's like, I can't find him anywhere on social media. And these are the pictures on his profile. And she's like, how legit are they? And I was like, um, they're legit pictures, but they are not legit pictures of that individual. She's like, what do you mean? And I go, that is somebody else that we went to high school with. And he has straight up stole his photos and used them on his dating profile. <laughs> um, so guys, if you're out there doing that, um, don't. <laughs> Which one was more attractive? Which dude? Uh, obviously the one that he's stealing pictures of. It was like, um, I'm trying to think of the movie. Was it um, super bad? They were like talking about other dudes in their class. Where like the girls like the certain guys, and like yeah, he's like a Ken doll. Yeah. Oh that, yeah. That was kind of the one that he was taking pictures of. So, or swiping pictures of. So, um, and not in the literal swiping left or right sense in other dating sites, but yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, dating is uh, is interesting in today's day and age. And it's very difficult. And you also don't know what you're getting. Like, cause some, you, I don't know, like I can go back. Gosh. I mean, being single in college, like let's go like circa like 2004. Um, you know, you get to meet people in class or, mm -hmm. um, and you know, the in the library. dorms or in the library yeah, because or the thing, in the cafeteria yeah. or wherever. I mean, you could be at a house party, whatever you meet people organically through where you are at. Right. Yep. Um, enter the social media experiment and online dating kind of soon followed suit after that. Um, and I think that people have like, like shied away from using online dating sites and actually are trying to use social media to court as well. And Add one, that gets, friend. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. So, I mean, seriously though, <clears throat> that that's what people do now. They, they just, Oh, this person's attractive. Let me add him as a friend. Yep. Let me, uh, let me and friend uh, you. And then, uh, let's see what happens. And let me slide into those DMS. Yeah. I'm going to start liking all of your posts. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. Every one of them. Even the, even the ones that probably don't even apply to that individual, but I'm still going <laughs> to like them. Yeah. Um, or, Oh, you look great. So uh, I think, or guys with the over the top of comments. Oh my gosh, you're beautiful. When I was in that, that arena, um, I would find somebody <laughs> on, whatever website. Right. Um, and then I'd search for them in Facebook. You were stalking sort of, I mean, and you have to yeah. also, and, and the reason it, why is because stalker, you have to stalk them and then look through their feed to see what kind of an individual they are. Uh, I do that anyways, to make sure that they're not actually dating somebody. Well, that's a good point. More often than not. Well, I don't want to say a lot of times lately <laughs> I'm finding significant others that are being hidden and it's like, Oh, Okay, well, uh, it takes you off the list. Yep, time to and, check out on that one. Yeah, so um, either males or females, if you're out there doing any of those things, 
um, whether it's catfishing or filtering the crap out of your photos so you look nothing like yourself in person. Mm. Um, don't do that. Yeah, just but, don't do that. Um, hey, Ryan, so, you want to try some of this? What is it? This is a on its alpha brain. I've seen advertisements for that actually lately on my Facebook feed. So I've had this forever um, because I follow Mind Pump Media. I love those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they said it was good stuff. So I thought, hey, why not? I'll buy some. And I did a long time ago. And anytime I interview or do anything crazy, and this is, man, this could be an ad again. This is weird. I love it. I will um, pass on this right now because there's actually some of this stuff in a supplement that I'm already taking. Okay. Nootropics? Uh, no, taking the Umzu. Umzu, I haven't heard of that. It's expensive, man. But like, there's one that's supposed to help like circulation called Redwood. Oh, um, I've heard of Redwood. Yeah, I know so what I'm, that is. Yeah, I'm taking it, and I mean, can you tell a difference when I take my pre-workout? Yes. Okay. If I'm just taking it generally with like regular diet and stuff, no. I did actually the first time, the very first time. Yes. From then on, no. So I try and take the stuff anytime we uh, we podcast at all, um, and hope it makes me sharper. Okay. I don't know if it does because I don't know. I mean, you got dad brain. Can you tell? Yeah, exactly. That's true. (laughs) We're being honest here. (laughs) So whatever it takes, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we're kind of in the subject of supplement stuff. What is your take on branch chain amino acids? BCAAs. So the science behind it um, isn't as amazing as people push. It's not the, uh, and this is just the, the straight truth, right? Now, do I take them? Yes. So do I. Because they're delicious. I take them first thing in the morning, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think they're delicious. I mean, and that's really it. So mm-hmm. if I'm working out, um, I don't want to drink straight water sometimes, so I will take the BCAAs. So and if I love you them. take like a hydration booster alone, those things usually taste like crap, right? Mm-hmm. But I mix mine with my BCAAs and it actually makes it tolerable for my fluid intake. That makes sense. So I'm trying to take yeah. Element, L-M-N-T, <clears throat> and it's a sodium-based hydration thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, it's salt people. That's really what sodium is. It's salt, yeah. right? So if you're ever dehydrated to a, the, a big point, it's the electrolyte base of like what they put in like Powerade yeah. without the flavoring. And, and, and that's what it is. These guys are flavored though, which is really cool. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So it's interesting, but anytime you're super dehydrated, you it's typically in our environment here because we're not lacking in water. People aren't retaining their water. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it helps out quite a bit, but yeah, BC back to BCA. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they're, I'm going to say they're beneficial to a point. They're not going to get you some crazy results somewhere. They're not this massive uh, fitness-related upper, although they're being touted as. Because, man, I've been in the industry since, what, 93? 93 is when my, my parents bought a gym, and that's when I started this the whole journey, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so I've seen things come and go, and literally every few years they recycle. And no joke, they do. I mean, oh, yeah. BCAs will go out for a while. They'll come back in. Um, they're going to say protein is going to be awful in the future. They'll be like, oh, it's only this. It's- well, now they're pushing collagen proteins and yep. everything else. And-, and collagen proteins were actually the cheapest portion of the protein possible. Did you know that? Yes. They're the cheapest they're to make. They're a byproduct. And- of yeah. yeah. And they're, just, they're, they're really not as beneficial as people say, although, I mean, they're, they're keto friendly, selling. man. Yeah. And, but they're great, at, they're great at selling. You go, oh, collagen, yeah. right? Collagen's amazing. And I mean, I've tried them all every, like literally almost every supplement on the market. If you want to take collagen, you got to take the really nasty stuff for it to actually do anything. Just to eat it when you're eating your regular food stuffs. Uh, that's true. Right? Eat, eat those tendons, steak. eat the bone meal, the bone marrow, like a, suck those things out. Yep. If you're going to do some shanks once in a while, mm-hmm. get in there. Now, I mean, yeah. if you're talking about supplements that work, caffeine works. We know that. Yep. And hydrogen. Scientifically proven. Yep. Yep. Um, I like uh, Micronize. 
Yeah. So that it just dissolves into nothingness. I just pour yep. it straight in my mouth. It's yep. awesome. Um, if you are looking for something a little more, creatine works, people. 100%. You got to drink proven. water with it, though. You have to drink water with well, you it want for, to. It to be a, for it to be effective yeah. and not eat your kidneys. And well, you really want to. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. So I've, I've been taking creatine like my entire life almost on and off because I get bored. But like every morning, they actually say this um, creatine boosts your brain capacity, also your mental mm-hmm. power. So I take it with my with my actual coffee in the morning too. <clears throat> so it's like, um, I mean, it's kind of in the same ballpark like with taurine, which is mm-hmm. in Red Bull. Yep, taurine, guarnine, guar, guarnine, guarnine, guarnine. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's a lot of those are a derivative of stimulants, obviously, like taurine, guarnine, caffeine. Anything that's in that kind of realm of things, they're all they're all stimulant. Yeah. Um, they have different effects, obviously, within the brain or the your body's for chemistry, me, um, or yeah. chemical structure, and how you process it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I take pre workout some mornings. I I will actually cycle between coffee for a week, mm-hmm. and then the next week I'll do pre workout. <laughs> You're still getting that caffeine like a crazy man. Yeah, except it's between a cup of coffee, which is like seventy five milligrams. Or my Headstrong, which is 375 milligrams. So I've got one that has 1,200 milligrams of caffeine in it. What? Hit. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's it's hardcore. So Do your eyes um, like bounce back and forth inside your head? Caffeine doesn't do anything to me at all. Really? It's really weird. One thing it's really good for? Mm-hmm. Dude, it'll make it poop. Oh, yeah. Every, it'll coffee make it poop. all day long. It'll it's make amazing. it poop, man. Yep. This is um, anybody <laughs> out there, that if you guys take pre-workouts, um, I want you to take like two to 400 milligrams of ashwagandha with it. Yes. Okay. Ashwagandha yes. is going to Especially help. Especially dudes. It's great oh, for testosterone production yeah. or like but, maintaining your testosterone But the reason production. why is that it actually lowers your cortisol levels and cortisol is a stress hormone. Mm-hmm. So when you relax more, um, you especially when you take that pre-workout, your body's going to relax. It, it's not going to relax per se. It but, opens the, the receptors. Yeah, it'll yeah. do that. And yeah. it'll stop your body from creating that stress response, which is going to help you get a growth response, which is better on that side. And it also, um, for males that have a tendency to get the uh, the old saggy in the midsection, mm-hmm. it uh, definitely it, helps with uh, fat oh, loss because of getting rid of the cortisol, which absolutely. stress hormones cause you to retain fat. Mm-hmm. Ashwagandha, though. Make sure it has some pepper in there. Black pepper. Black pepper extract. Um, uh, actually, pine bark extract is yep. really good for you, too. Upkeep on that side. Um, I was actually recently on a forum talking to some gentlemen about how to increase your high fructose porn syrup. Porn syrup? High fructose porn syrup. <laughs> Can I say it in any other gross way? I could, but I won't. I'm not going to be gross about it. But to increase the volume oh, of... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 the viscous part, yes. Yes. Okay. To increase volume, though, <laughs> um, there are there are things you can take... Uh, in the past, I was told lots of bananas, and that's actually because pineapple, yep, vitamin C. Those yep. those don't work as well. If you really want to, and these are just actually beneficial anyway. And I mention it because we're men, right? It, it helps the, if you're, especially if you're trying to have kids and mm-hmm. you have a low sperm count or low T count too. Yep. It'll help with motility. Which so here's if you're not familiar with what motility means, it is the movement of the swimmers. Yes, because yeah. you'll have more high fructose porn syrup. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> That's uh, so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but this this is what it is. So as men age, our prostates become enlarged, they come swollen, right? Yeah. <clears throat> One of the reasons why we can't pee as well at night or you get up multiple times a night is because of that reason. So um, one of the awesome recipes for that is to take pygeum, P-Y-G-E-U-M, 
500 milligrams. My dad listening because he's been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Yep. So we so talked about that before. Hygium. Yeah. Also take um, lecithins. Lec- lecithin. Lecithins. Lecith- there's lecithin or lecithin. Lec- L-E-C-H-I-T-I-C-I-N. Lecithin, yeah. Lec- lecithin. Whatever it is, yeah. you guys can look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't take the soy-based version. We all know soy produces estrogen. Men, that's bad. We don't want that. So get Man the boobs. sunflower version. Yeah. 2,400 milligrams. Um, and of, of course, zinc. Zinc is instrumental zinc is in awesome. producing testosterone. Especially if you take ZMA, which is zinc, magnesium, aspartate. You know, mine is my favorite ZMK by Millennium Labs. It's okay. zinc, magnesium, and K is potassium. Potassium. Yeah. But their their base formula, man, if you want the best night's sleep you ever. sleep like a baby. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you wake up, you could be like, I'm telling you, like if you have like a hardcore chest day, like working out at the gym, and you take ZMA or ZMK at night, Mm-hmm. Like I can wake up in the morning and I feel like, like nothing happened. And your dreams are over the top vivid, like ma- amazing yeah. dreams. It's like you took some psychedelics. <laughs> it's really cool. But uh, yeah. And then also it, the natural response with that too. Magnesium helps with the intake of zinc, your mm-hmm. body absorbing it, which helps your immune system. So if you team that with vitamin D too. Vitamin D, always vitamin your, K with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did I take 50, I take 50,000 milligrams. I use a vitamin D a day. Oh, dude, I take like the Costco ones. You take 50, four a day. Yeah. I get these little bitty pills up there. I should show him. Okay. Really cool. Yeah. Just I take little... like the four of those capsules a day and I'll take them throughout the day. I used to do a 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day, which people think is insane. Your body has a tolerance level. So if you get to your tolerance level, um, you'll know uh-huh. <laughs> it's bad. But for me, I've never found it. So, um, I mean, yeah, taking that, it resolves lower back pain, which is yep. stupid. Yeah. Um, guys, if you have lower back pain, try it. Just see what happens. This isn't meant to be a health episode, but it's something that I think we're kind of like geeking out on right it, now. It's so kind of part of it, this, but yeah, um, because it was part of the conversation. It was, topic, it was know? part of the conversation. Yeah. And, and then so an individual reach out to me and kind of mention what do we do? Like, yeah. How do we help ourselves? There's one more um, that I suggest taking everybody. It tastes awful. It's the worst thing ever. It's called MSM. Oh, so gross. Get it in the crystal. Form. Oh, you can so buy gross. it at big R or whatever. It's you can buy it in horse, the horse pills. version. You can get the horse pills too at Costco. I do the, uh, I do the actual, um, just a crystal powder stuff. Okay. And I, I dump it and I shoot it because it's nasty. But they have no the joke. giant Alka Seltzer like chalk tab <gasps> ones at Costco too. I mm-hmm. have like them in my cupboard still awesome. because I can't get them down. Like yeah. you chew and it's like, it's like literally eating. It's like chewing Advil or Aspen. Chalk. It's gross. But yeah, it tastes like butt. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it will, I mean, that that's one of those things that is my go-to. If I'm going to work out hard, I'll do that. And recovery is so ridiculously fast. It's not even So if you've ever had joint injuries, um, like myself, I've had five knee surgeries and then I've had (laughs) an ankle surgery on each ankle. Holy crap. And I've torn my labrum and twice and I've separated my shoulder four times. Um, So like, yeah, I'm a walking mash unit. You think Ryan was like an MMA fighter for a living? I I mean, I played sports. (laughs) I went hard, but um, yeah, I mean, sometimes there's just stuff like unavoidable, like car accidents and all that fun stuff too. But um, the MSM, like if you've got joint injuries, that stuff is amazing if so you have joint injuries. What's cool about MSM is that I, I found it while I was looking at DMSL. Mm-hmm. Um, and DMSL was touted in the in the past as this this miracle cure for everything, right? Yep. Literally, you hurt yourself, you're up some DMSL on, and um, you you feel like you're it doesn't hurt anymore. The, the crazy part is that it was never... FDA approved because if you touch it, literally just one drop of it, you're going to reek like old garlic. Yep. So they couldn't do any double bind studies because you can't 
Yeah. You obviously know somebody's on it. You get the fenugreek now, I guess, that yep. comes in pill, pill but form. But the uh, yeah. but the MSM is DMSO with an extra oxygen molecule. Okay, which is why it doesn't smell bad, which is why it's so effective. Oxidized, so it doesn't mm-hmm. stink. Gotcha. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, but and then th- one thing with that too, you can find it with chondroitin. Oh yeah, which is great for like if you've got men, like because I've had that always makes my my joints hurt anytime really? I take it. Yeah, I don't know why, but I for me always it helps, hurt. man. Maybe it's the healing process. I don't know. It could be. I don't know, but like I've got some. It's got to hurt if it's to heal scar scar tissue. But um, what it, it what it does though is it increases like your body's temperature. Mm-hmm. Like it'll actually, which could cause inflammation. So that would be yeah. the healing response of increasing temperature, increases inflammation, but also causes healing. So. Yeah, I'm no sense. doctor, but I know that I've read enough on this stuff, like trying to holistically avoid going to surgeons because I do not want more surgeries. So um, I'm like, I will take anything, any route I can like research to avoid like going back and getting going. So I've got life. a uh, herniated L5S1. Okay. And that's why I'm in pain today. Um, feeling kind of gimpy. Sure. I'm moving pretty well though. I took two hydros because one didn't cut it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and typically I don't take any at all because... Um, I, I hate taking pills. I, well, I mean, not pills per se, but painkillers, anything that, that could possibly get me addicted to something I, I don't want to do. Although my personality type is not that way. So I shouldn't really worry too much. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's fun that we're talking about this because as guys, you know, we, we don't like asking for advice or anything. Dudes, if you want to know, I've been in the industry since 93. Yeah. Um, literally I've taken everything under the sun back even when anabolics were legal, which is crazy. I didn't know they were, I didn't yeah, know what dude, it was. I remember right? taking like two rip feeling and a leave before football mm-hmm. games and you'd like just go freaking ham. I mean, it's crazy. Like, so when, <laughs> when you talk about actual steroids though, like D ball was legal. What was in the, the original rip fuel that, that was like, ended up getting banned? Dude, it was like meth. I mean, like, no, almost, no, but it was the, the fen, <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't fen fen, but it was uh, ephedrine. Ephedrine. Yeah. And you that can was still, good stuff. You can still find ephedrine. <laughs> oh, Did you know you that? Yeah, you can now. There's a, there's a, um, bodybuilders thing and it's, it's, I don't remember the exact, there's an over the counter thing you can buy from Walmart. It's dirt cheap. Contains go ephedrine. Figure. Go figure. Something with ephedrine in it. Yeah. Cheap. It has it has ephedrine <laughs> in it. And then you take um, baby Advil or Tylenol and caffeine. And so what it does is that when you do all three at the same time, it actually makes the ephedrine last longer. Well, I don't know why. It thins your blood. But it's it's one of those it's it's one of those bodybuilder things that totally huh. I mean people go with. Yeah. So I remember, yeah, like junior in high school, we would, you know, pass around the bottle of rip fuel and everybody would take one or two and like oh my gosh. leave and you wouldn't be able to feel your own head. But I'm a little bit older than you, <laughs> just a little bit. But I remember when like caffeine pills were the big thing and you'd see people at school getting cracked the hell out on caffeine pills. Hmm. I just know that like, I mean, I worked at the pharmacist that was um, very, I don't want to say holistic, but like he would take natural approaches to avoid taking certain medications. Um, he was pre-diabetic. And so he took like cinnamon, like freaking crazy. Dude, I and love cinnamon. Cinnamon is, a, is great for you. Um, one, it's great for inflammation, but two, it does regulate blood sugar. And so he was taking that. And then instead of taking aspirin or Tylenol, he would take caffeine tablets, um, to help with headaches mm-hmm. and he would and drink, they do. yeah. And he would drink a ton of water. I mean, there was like some little hacks that he was doing, but he was able to get undiagnosed as being, being pre-diabetic. So one of my favorite things to do is anytime I know I'm going to eat a ton of candy or a ton of sweets. All of my family, I we pop. I have the 500 milligrams of vitamin C pills, mm-hmm. or no, sorry, cinnamon, cinnamon pills, and we take those every time. And then for breakfast, I like to do um, it's eight ounces of grape juice, three raw eggs, vanilla protein, and then a bunch of cinnamon in there. 
and just what? pound it. Oh, it's so good, man. What? Yeah. So the original, the original recipe for um, orange Julius yeah. was orange juice, raw eggs, and um, some vanilla of the extract. Uh, it's vanilla. I know vanilla yep. extract. And it? then there was the uh, the banana. powder for whatever it was and banana. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, the resveratrol in the grape juice. <clears throat> sorry about that. In the the red, right? The resveratrol yeah, yeah. that actually compensates or it will counter um, salmonella. Huh. Crazy, right? And it's a lot better than than just drinking raw eggs straight. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I mean you just, I just make cookie dough. <laughs> there we go. Raw eggs right there. <laughs> we love cookie dough. But here, so the reason why we're talking about this though is yeah. because um, we wanted to talk about as fathers, you know, how we keep ourselves physically better and available for our children. And also mentally stronger, right? Dude, I've been... Um, and these I, are just little tips and tricks. I've been doing a decent job with the physical stuff. Um, you know, obviously, when you're mentally weak, you'll be physically weak. Yep, every time. Because um, it takes mental toughness to push yourself. Exactly. And you'll, be, you'll have more tendency to be lax on, like, diet. Yeah. Um, and so I will... If I'm mentally weak, I'll have a tendency, like, oh, that's when I have my lapses in, like, poor eating habits. And let's... I'm going to pause Ryan real fast only because it's when you are raising children, they look to you for all their guidance. Yeah. They're going to mimic what you're eating and what you're doing. So in, in the, the fact that Ryan spends most of his time cooking at home for his kids, right? I mean, you, you, you yeah, cook I try to for cook your son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and show him that when you're working out, if he knows you're going to go work out, he's going to start doing that also. And that's why my kids, dude, when they get in here, I'll make them show them their abs. <laughs> You'll be impressed. It's really, it's ridiculously gross. It's, it's insane. But when I started working out in front of them, they started getting on it. I mean, Christian right now put up 65 pound dumbbells on press. For a kid that's not very, and I don't know. He's, he 120, goes, something yeah, he's 120 pounds. 120 pounds. He so just maxed out at 170 on bench press. I mean, that's for his weight. That's freaking good. For, for his size, yeah. dude. It's yeah. pretty, I was no, like, dude, what? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Huh. Yeah. But the the children, I mean, so I look at me and it was like last week I put up like, I mean, I had the goal of hitting 400. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell that goal. I'm not going to do, do it. it. You're going to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> it hurts, man. Cause I did like 355 on a three set last week. And I was like, yeah, this hurts my shoulders. Are you, so but, when I go to work out, I bring in, um, in my, in my gym bag, I need to use wraps. Have. I think I'm going to have to start being old man and rapping. I'll um, do it anyway. It's, it's not yeah. going to hurt as long as you're going that heavy. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I always eat, while I'm at the gym, a blueberry bagel. Just plain. I know you say you do that, but I always take pre-workout. And if I eat no, but pre-workout, trust me. dude, I feel like a freaking, I feel sick. Like I literally For get me, nauseous. yeah, but those, those carbs hitting me immediately, I always get more. So I tested it, right? Um, my, my typical tricep pushdown. I hate having food in my stomach when I work out. I don't know why, but it works for me. Like, I mean. Dude, I hate it. I do. I do a lot on tricep pushdown. I love it. So when I warm up, I warm up with a stack, which is 200 pounds and tries to push down. Yeah. And then I try and hit 370. <laughs> um, and if I don't have my bagel, I can't get there. Just doesn't happen. Huh. Yeah. Maybe it's a mental block. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're mentally weak. I, I think honestly, it's just that <laughs> if you're going to, if you're going to go for those peaks, you have to feed it also. Yeah. You know, you, so know I, you have to. So mentally, right. What, I, what have I been doing, um, to, to help myself in that, in that arena? Um, you know, obvious, like easy way you can start doing it is just start reading books, man. Like get good things in your head. Um, you know, positive reinforcement books or self-help books. If you're struggling with, um, you know, 
maybe it's if you're female, it's body dysmorphia. Like you just kind of don't feel good about how you feel about yourself. Um, maybe it's uh, you're you're a business person or something like that. You read something that's going to help you get fired up about um, you know being being an entrepreneur. If it's something that like if you're a dad and you're trying to figure out how to do this thing that that is dad life, um, you know, there's some great resources out there listening to podcasts like this one um, <laughs> or read books like there's some great, great books out there. And I'll, I'll lay I'll lay a list out this week um, of books that I've been reading or have read or have like in my queue to read. Um, it's kind of weird. Like I go through kicks so like I will go a year without reading a book. And then like the following year, I'll read 20, you know, and it's, I don't know if it's a weird or good or bad thing, but I, I notice like a difference when I start getting good things in my head. I mean, in Proverbs, it says, as man thinks, so he is, right? So if you're going to want to think positive or be positive or have an influence, um, you've got to be getting that positive influence in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously for me and my faith aspect's huge. I mean, I'm staying in the Bible. I'm in the word. Um, and I'm with people that are positive too. I'm having great conversations with individuals like you and I, um, not just on air, but like we, we talk about stuff all the time now. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and I've got a couple other buddies that I can be open and honest about and, and be able to like hear truth about, you know, who I am, but also like life itself. Right. And dude, I want to say, I appreciate that. So I, honestly, I want to say thank you for opening up to me that way. I mean, cause really, yeah. right. I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't have that opportunity to open up to each other very well. And when you reached out, dude, I mean, that's, I was honored, like totally honored that you were like, Hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me out? That felt good. That felt I really appreciate good. It Cause then, and you were good about listening. Like you didn't try to fix me or anything. You're like, dude, yeah, this is, I could see it being a thing. Um, and you didn't invalidate it. I didn't try and pull the nail out of your head. <laughs> that video that video was so awesome so if you're not familiar there's a video that was played at church i'll see if we can find it because i think it's it's got to be on youtube I, or I might, something. yeah it is i showed my mom at the other day because uh, she was just dying so funny there's um, a part two obviously also so yeah i was like no be. way part two there's yeah. gotta be <laughs> but, but it, uh, we'll put it on our social media pages is, on and, facebook and, and instagram anybody listening man if you're struggling you show somebody to listen hit us up yeah we are pretty decent about responding back. I mean, we love chatting with you guys. I mean, we have a life too and families also, but like I will cut time out for somebody. Mm-hmm. It may be at the end of the day, like, hey, I got to get my kid to sleep. Can I give you a call at like 830? Or Ryan and I will just chat with you on Messenger and tag team it. Yeah, seriously. And and that's, you know, it may sound like you're having a conver- two different conversations with the same, <laughs> same handle because you would be technically. It's both yeah. of us firing back and forth, but um no, just to be heard. I mean, it's any time that you don't have to carry burdens alone and wear so much of this feeling stuff that we walk through um, alone. You don't have to do it alone. Yeah. And that's the great thing about, you know, getting in community with each other. You know, COVID did a great job about isolating people, but you know what? It's time to fight back. It's time to really like get in, dig in, like let's get our hands dirty now. Because if we're going to not beat this, I don't care about the virus itself. I'm caring about now all of the freaking garbage that it has left behind in its wake. Mm-hmm. And that is the mental health crap, the isolation, the bitterness and angst between two different sides of people freaking hating each other, whether it's science and follow the science or there is no science or whatever. I don't freaking care. Right. Let's get over it. Yeah. Can we learn to like love each other again? And I know I'm sounding like kumbaya. I don't say like I mean, if it takes kumbaya, then do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, but you need to find a group of people or some guys that 
I mean, if you feel comfortable enough reaching out to us, maybe you join that group, man. Maybe you're in with us. Um, or maybe we can connect you. And maybe that's the next step for us is that we get a network of people that's like, hey, man, I'm going through this thing. Oh, guess what, dude? You, some other guy reached out to us last week. Can I get you guys in contact with each other? Because you're going through the same thing. I mean, sir, use the Facebook page as your sounding board. Yeah. Toss up subjects. Say, hey, guys, I'm struggling with whatever. We'll hit you up. Other people will talk too. I mean, let's, let's actually create a fellowship on this page. I know some, I know some great guys that, that listen to our podcast that would jump in without even hesitating. Um, Shane, just mm-hmm. right off the top of my head, number one. Um, and listen to other people that are successful, like Shane's podcast. I will pump that all day long because it's nothing but positivity. It's how to be successful in every facet of life, whether it's, you know, he's had anywhere from like scientists that have been no- nominated for prizes like national you know international awards mm-hmm. to you know idiot dads like me so <laughs> if i can be on it you know somehow there was i was successful enough to be on this podcast but um there's value in everybody and yeah, each one of us has had a different yeah we've all had different experiences and different stories and we want to help each other just really get those out there and deal with what we've got to deal with because we we're all going to come across a hardship at some point in time. Yeah. And another big thing that I've done for like mental fitness is journaling. Um, yep. You know, just getting things like if you, if you encounter a negative or something that you feel like you just can't carry at that moment in time and it's overwhelming and daunting, write it down. Not so you can go back and revisit it and remember it. So you can get it out of your head. Yep. I think that's a big one. Is it a lot of people will journal and then revisit. Don't do that. No, at all. It's not healthy. Get it. Get yeah. it and toss that stone away and it's done. Yeah. Um, another thing that I've done, I know other people that have done it in the past too, but I got a good counselor, man. I really do. And um, some people feel like there's a stigma there. You know, if you cash pay for a counselor, you don't have to get a diagnosis. Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah. So generally most counselors that are out there, if you cash pay, um, they will not diagnose you with anxiety, depression, or anything. They'll just let you hammer out your problems. Hmm. Um, if you want to have insurance pay for it, that's usually when they have to, um, that's usually when they have to, in order to get insurance to cover things, they'd have to diagnose you with something. But if you're cash paying, you know, it's, uh, an easy way of, of going about it to where you can actually have a healthy conversation. That's good. Hey, so, uh, my son just showed up. Christian's here. Um, and, <laughs> I'm and I'm going to see it. I called him over. An Dude, adolescent show stomach. us your abs. Come on, let me see your abs. No. Come on, do it. No. Why not? I just wanted to show you're, Ryan. Yeah, you're. Uh, well, I wanted to show Ryan. You're violating sp- personal <laughs> yeah. space bubble here. Well, the only reason why is because. Uh, I don't know. I just haven't worked on him in a while. Well, it doesn't matter. Get Dylan shows abs, whatever. I just wanted to, because I'm in fitness and because I work out a lot, It it's you're the proof of that pudding. Christian, do not send me pictures of your abs. <laughs> Ryan's going to ask what the weird deal is. That, will, there, that right? will like violate all sorts well, of personal standards. I already did. And okay, I it took a weird turn. <laughs> right, get out of here, kid. Go. Bye, Christian. Thanks for yeah. stopping by. We don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> and this is how I parent, guys. I literally, this is how I parent. I am so weird. It's it's ridiculous, but it's fun. Yeah. So yeah, but, but really, the mental the mental aspect is is that we always have to grow somehow. And if you're typical, your growth is from TV. Yep. Right. And, and that's not growth at all. We know that, you know, or like your growth is sometimes you get stuck in the mindset of like the machismo of like whatever your career path is. Mm-hmm. Maybe your, 
you know, either ex-military. We've had that conversation in a previous episode, right? Yep. Um, which I think is, is the tide is turning there. And I think that mainstream men culture hasn't caught up to what is actually taking place in that arena um, to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in like law enforcement, you're in, I mean, whatever you want to go, like you could be, you know, production worker in a factory or, you know, sawmill or something like that. And you guys just like, don't ever talk about anything. One, you can't hardly hear each other. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's where like the journaling I think comes in is like, if you're not able to have like those deep conversations and get them out of your freaking head, like get it, I just get out of your and you know, get out of your own head essentially. Well, I mean, one of those big peels pieces, sorry, pieces there is that when you journal or when you say things out loud, you have the ability to, uh, to think it through more and to resolve it a bit. And, Sometimes just getting it out is worth it, but putting it on paper and having it there helps you resolve that, that issue a little bit more also. Especially, and here's the other thing too, write down your goals. Write down your goals. You've got to be able to speak this stuff into, into happening too. Yep. So it's not just your negative stuff and like getting out. If you have like a, an idea like, man, I really want to have this done, write it down. So that makes me think of the book, The Secret, right? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, The Secret's amazing. To me, the secret is just positive thought. That's all they did was positive thought. So when you when you have that positive thought, when you write down that goal, the reason why it works is because you're always addressing that goal. You're always going, oh, I'm going to make the decision to move towards that goal. You're not going to backtrack. And yeah. that's why it works so well. And I mean, it's a... I'll just go back to it again. Like, as a man thinks, so he is, right? Yeah. You know it's a chance for you to reinforce positive behavior patterns. Thinking positive is a great thing. And I talked about it, you know, last week and I had like a nice little, one of my own personal spiritual posts that was like all good and warm and fuzzy and everything um, <laughs> about having a, a positive mindset. But it's, it's true though. Like you have to have that positive mindset because this world is freaking hard enough as it is that if you're negative all the time, it's going to eat you alive. Absolutely. And we, we are what we see or what we choose to see, right? Yeah. There are so many people out there that only choose to see the negative because they're so stuck in that, the darkness there that if only they would just go, you know what? I want to see the positive. What good happened today? And not just what good, like going rehashing it because that thought itself is almost negative, but look for the good because that's going to change your entire outlook. And do it as don't just apply it to like business life or whatever, like apply it to your parenting role. You know, if you had a great day as a dad to where you were able to accomplish something like had a breakthrough with your kid, like whether your kid's old and say, maybe there's been like some stress there or some strain or even a younger child where you like, Matt had a great day. Like, and we ended the day like reading together and you know, my kid gave me a huge hug and it's like, you know, before bed and, you know, normally you like have the hug, but then you get like the hug, right? Yeah. You get that real hug that yeah. lasts more than five, six seconds. Yeah. And it was like, dad, I, I, and you know, and like it happened to me the other night, but it was like, you know, dad, I really had fun today with you. We had a play date, you know? I saw the pictures. <laughs> His hair is crazy. I know. And that was after, <laughs> that was after haircut. That's awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, it's, it, don't just leave it there for memories like to like fade away or like get stuck in the minutia of everything else that we get stuck in. Right. Yep. You know, the day to day, 
Um, you know, so if you have a goal as a dad, like write it down and then what's the next best thing you can do? Take a step towards reaching it. You may not get there yet. Say, and it's like, I'll, I'll use a hypothetical. Like if a dad's out there and you don't have custody of your kids, right? Maybe you get to see it once a month. Okay. That one day that you have, what are you going to do to make the most of it? And dedicate your focus to that most of it. Yeah. Um, you know, too many dads out there just <clears throat> kind of go in and go, oh, I'm here. Here's our day. And and they get so lost and I don't know what to do. They do nothing. Yeah. And just then, be involved the entire time. Be focused. You know, and maybe on the back end of that, like if you have a substance abuse problem, you know, that's going to make you a better dad getting rid of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so work on work on your own stuff before you can help with your kid's stuff. You know, and like and I say that, you know, it's it's like, well, you're in a pretty good position, Ryan, that you can say that because you got majority custody, blah, blah, blah. Well, I think any dad can give you that advice of, yeah. you know, you can't help your kid until you help yourself. It's like when you're in the airplane and the plane's going down and whose oxygen mask are you supposed to put on first, yours or your kids? And you always put yours on first. Put your, yeah, you're supposed to put yours on first. But when we talk about biblically um, the sins of the father, yeah, right. Typically, our generation only happen every generation, and that's because the father never takes time to fix that brokenness. Yeah, and we may have. I mean, and it could be a derivative of from what you went through as a child too, and it's just can perpetually like cycling through generation after generation within your family. Eventually, somebody's got to put a stop to it. Or it's going to, your family's going to actually stop. Like literally, you know, what happens when you don't have, you know, when your kid doesn't have kids. Yep. Then your family line's gone. We were watching the shack the other night. Actually, I think it was last, no, it was two nights ago. And it's always interesting when you watch it and you find out that his father who abused him and his mother, his father was abused also. Mm -hmm. And it's just that, that cycle. And you have to actively choose to not do that negativity or be that negative. Yeah. You have to make that choice and you can't carry that negative from work home either. I know it's tough, right? And it really is. We're in sales. We know what negative is like and coming home after having a bad day sucks, but you have to remember that your kids didn't have the same day with you. No, it's totally fresh. So your interaction is starting that point. You came home is what's going to cultivate their minds or put them in the room all night, you know? And and that's that kind of sucks. Yeah, and I think that, you know, as parents, we have a tendency, especially in today's day, day and age, like <clears throat> we have a tendency to be pretty quick on the draw with ditching, you know, the good. Like we can we can have a great day and then go pick up our kid from school and they could have had a crappy day. And guess what? Now we have a crappy day too. I mean, there's a reflex in that too. And well, I mean, the reality is that that 20 minutes you had of bad does not negate the other 12 hours you were awake. Yeah. That's really it. It's like cutting off your nose to spite your face. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. When you rack your knuckles on something, does that ruin your entire day? Or you're like, Oh, yeah. I mean like, you know, you could have the situation where you're working on your car and like the wrench slips and you you totally jam your fist into something. Do you stop working on the car at that point? Do you turn around and kick your dog because you you know, like, (laughs) Come on. Don't kick the baby. Yeah. So um, kind of going in this episode too, like we, we wanted to talk about a, a couple of different topic matters. I think like we've done a great job kind of approaching like the fitness standards mentally and physically. 
Um, and then, and where, where does it apply? It does apply into the evolution of like how our role as dad does grow too. As we grow as dads, our ability to get stronger in certain areas have to be there too. I think one of the most physically tasking things mm-hmm. was when my child was young, like it is physically draining that like you're chasing around, like I would say from like six months to when they get mobile. Yeah. I would even right? say like four, like, I mean, he's getting a little bit easier to manage now, but it was like, man, twos and threes, threes, <laughs> especially Oof. three was the worst, man. I mean, like, so let, let's start at the beginning. So newborns, right? When a baby's newborn. The sleep dep- deprivation is the biggest part. But like, there's there's three things, right? So three things for a newborn. It's it's they're tired, they're hungry, or they need their diaper changed. Yep. And that's it. And that's really it. So you've got baby burrito land, which is my favorite. I love mm-hmm. little baby burritos oh, and yeah. hanging out and just cuddling all the time. Um, that's when we get the most sleep is when they're sleeping. Yep. Right? Because every day is a nap, take a long nap. Take advantage of the nap time. Yeah, always. Um, but then you get sleepless nights. So I remember... Gosh, my two boys, I'd walk into their room at night if they were, if they were awake and I'd stick them in their, um, their car seats and I'd literally just swing them both do curls, one in each arm because it worked. And that was how I helped their mom sleep. Stop getting fussy. And it was tough because like, you know, um, I mean, they'd want the boobs. So I'd like pick them up and put them on the boob real fast. And, you know, and then I'd lay with the other one to keep him asleep, whatever. And there were nights when I ended up, you know, sleeping with my kids all night because that's that's yeah. what gave their mom the most sleep. No, I, I've been there, and you know, it's the willingness to to help. Yeah, you know, like I don't want to say happy wife, happy life, but like, you know, well, it's, it's, it's a partner. It's a partnership. And it really man. is. Yeah. It has to be teamwork, and it doesn't really work any other way. And that goes for moms. If you're listening, you've got to allow your partner to be a teammate too. And you have to understand the roles also. I mean, if it's healthy and everything else. But but you've got to understand a role. I don't have boobs. Yeah. No, I can't. I I can't. I could let them suckle. That'd be awful. But, you know, there's no benefit, right? (laughs) If they're they're like, if they're using formula, like that was my kid, like he had an issue with milk. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, there was a case in allergy. And so he was on formula for the most part. So like, I got to do a ton of the feedings. And that's awesome. But some, I mean, women, if you choose to breastfeed, understand that your husband's role can't be that. So we pick it up in other ways. For me, it was sleepless nights. It was making sure that you were able to sleep as much as possible. I like things nice and tidy, so I cleaned a lot. Yeah, um, she didn't necessarily, so so I cleaned a lot more. You know, and that was okay. You know, it's like you'd be willing to change more diapers. Then mm-hmm. I mean, like really, how bad are diapers? I mean, there's been some. Uh, it like, depends on if you're on a long trip and they, yeah. uh, they, they got some juicy ones going on uh, and, and it goes all the way up their back and you've got to throw the car seat away. I've had to throw the car seat I away. I think but every parent's the, been there almost. I've had the, the messy, like, thank God they're neoprene inserts. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, so gross. <laughs> I always like, took advantage of like, you get those burp regs that have the plastic back on them. Mm-hmm. I would always put one behind my kid in the car. Dude, that's so smart. Parenting hack right yeah, there. Parenting From hack. Parenting hack right there. Also, parenting hack. Get rid of the flipping pajamas that like zip on the outside of the foot up the side. Those things are useless. You want the button ones that button from the inside of the ankle up around the crotch to the other side of the ankle. Mm-hmm. Because you can leave your kid if they haven't pooped through it and it's still clean and they have a dirty diaper in the middle of the night. All you do is unbutton that thing. A little tushy comes out. You change that diaper. They don't get cold and fussy because that's the one thing that will cause a baby to freak out. It's when they get cold and fussy. Oh yeah, they can be nice and warm still. They just get a little bum in there. 
give it a little cleaning, throw the new diaper on, <laughs> button them back up. All is good. The old school flap. Yeah. And it also helps in the car too. If you have to change in the car, all you have to do is unbuckle the bottom buckle between their legs. Yeah. And then you can change them in their car seat still. Yeah. So, so but, but that's, hacks, I mean, go. that's, and that's the, I mean, you know, that's going to be a lot of their life for the first portion I'm, as a yeah, father, right? I mean, yeah, you're going to be wiping your kids. As long as they're in diapers. For, yeah. Guess what? You'll be wiping your kid's butt for five years. Um, <laughs> gosh, I mean, I think the next, the next major milestone in life is when your kid starts talking, right? Yeah. And it's the noises and the fun and all that. I've never talked to my child like he was less than my equal. Yeah. No, Ever. I've always talked to my kid like another adult and mm-hmm. it has helped. He's got a crazy vocabulary. Now, and so parents listen to what I say when I say that it's not that I treated him as my equal. Yeah. He was There's not my difference. equal. He was There's my a, child, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I talked to him as my equal because of Ryan's fact, better vocabulary, better understanding, comprehension level skyrockets. Google Gaga and baby noises and stuff is great. But talk to them. They understand a series of rules. Guess yep. what? You know how, like, once you get past age four, how handy that comes in? Oh, it's Because then they can repeat an order of operations of how things work. Um, I just say that as a parent because that's like I've worked with my kid on that. And it has helped because he knows expectations now at five. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you know, hey, dad, I made a mess on the couch. I'm like, okay, why'd you make a mess on the couch? Well, I was eating on the couch. Are you supposed to be eating on the couch? No. Well, yep. so now you have to help me clean it. Well, you know, and that that's a very general thing, but like to help that understand, because now he can tell, like I've had my friends over um, with their kids and he will tell the other kid, we can't eat on the couch. No, 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 no. And I'm like, yes. Which is awesome. <laughs> and I mean, Ryan has more, it's funny because, you know, yes, we're fathers. Ryan's child's five, mine, mine are older, but Ryan was a special ed teacher. How important was order of operations and consistency oh, with these children? Dude, like all of it. Right? Patience too. I mean, yeah. Like you've got to realize like they're going to freak out and go upset and go crazy. Like these kids are. And like my kid, like young kids. Yeah. You know, don't belittle their situation. In their little world, that is the worst it can get right now. So understand that. But like, hey, let's have an order of operations to either get ourselves out of it or to keep ourselves from going there. And then consistency is a key. Yeah. No matter what in life, consistency is always the key with anything you do. Fitness, raising children, work, it doesn't matter. Always apply that same consistency I would to say everything. Faith, I would say everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you keep going back to the family. It's, it's all like there. So where does like some parents, I know that I know some dads of younger kids um, besides myself, but I know that new dads, right? They're freaking out. They're like, man, I got a kid on the way. How do I... How do I guess what, dude, you got to wing it, man. That's how you learn. That's sometimes exactly it. it is, is like you get, you ask questions of other dads that you've seen raising kids, but like, this, I'm going to let you in on a secret of the pros. We all had to figure it out somehow. Mm-hmm. And I, none of us are experts by any means. I want you guys though. If you are new dads, be thankful. Um, it's, it's one of the hardest, most amazing jobs you can ever have. Absolutely. As long as you don't screw it up. And, and it's, I know, and it's tough to say that, but it's really true. You know, I mean, the, the reality is, is that kids are so easy. As long as you act with love and everything you do, love, consistency, and discipline is, is kind of my secret. And, and love, that's really love first. I mean, first and foremost is love. Mm-hmm. And what does love look like? And so I would say for parents or dads, you know, where do you start? You know, if you've got one in the, a bun in the oven, 
right? And it's on the way. Like, where can you start now? You start, start understanding what love is, yep. right? And where can you show it immediately? Show it to mom. Is is love going to be self-serving? Well, dude, like, you think you know Moody? Go Moody, pregnant lady. Oh, my gosh. So You don't know Moody until you go pregnant lady, Moody. Yep. When when the pregnancy starts, gentlemen, you have to throw yourself aside. Yep. And you have to dedicate yourself to assisting and being understanding and appreciative because this, it really is. I mean, man, you know, we all man Kids straight. wreck women's bodies yeah. chemically, physically. I mean, like the, what goes on with the chemical imbalance within a woman's body during pregnancy, a guy will never understand until you research it. And it is freaking nuts. And so us guys, we legitimately man straight every month also. Yeah. So we, we all get emotional at some point and we don't recognize it because we're not taught to. But imagine those times when you just, when you're, you're moody or whatever, and you can't figure out why and multiply it by like a hundred. Dude. And it's, it'll be multiple times a day. So, and you're starving the entire time, I guess. Cause we yeah. need a ton. Yeah. Well, the, cal- the calories, <laughs> like dude, the calories get burned by a baby. It's nuts. I mean, uh, it's, it's just crazy. Cause you're grow literally growing something inside of you. So, you know, guys and dads that are out there that have one on the way, be patient, right? It's not permanent. It's not forever. Like they're not going to be married to a, you know, an ogre spawn. Of, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be, I'll be, it, it, she's not <laughs> going to You're not going to be married to a fire breathing dragon forever. Right. Yeah. And uh, if you're lucky, I mean, she'll recognize and go, man, you know what? This is the reason why. And, and you know, if she's open, if you guys are open and honest and communicate, she can go, I'm feeling emotional today. And you can I, go, hey, hey I you set a key right there though. I'm feeling, I'm feeling right. Yep. It, men, that's your only way that you will communicate effectively is if you can put it in a tense to where it is your feelings and it's not something that they're doing. Yep. And, and that's really important for everything in life. Oh, absolutely. Women pregnant or not, it doesn't matter. And women to men also use the I'm feeling statements to help out. Yeah. Not you're always a slob and you never pick up your crap. Like, Hey, I feel like, you know, it's kind of, you know, they put it in a general tense that like obviously isn't going to rub somebody the wrong way and rub it. It's not like rubbing their nose in it and then slapping them with a the newspaper. So I want to go on that, the, the slob thing. Um, Dylan recently cleaned his room completely. Okay. hundred percent. It looked like. Like clean, clean, like, or it was like under the bed clean. I mean, like everything clean. Ooh. I mean, okay. impressive clean. Right. So we had this long conversation. I, I said, man, it? nope, not at all. Okay. I just, I said, I'm done. I, I said, man, you know what? I'm failing you. Cause I was. I'm failing you because I'm allowing you to live like this. And I know that when you go in your room, it should be a safe haven. It should be a spot where you feel confident and, and clear-minded and everything. And with everything everywhere, you can't. It's impossible. So I said, all right, you've got a week to turn this around. Or no youth group, no whatever, no nothing, right? He loves going to youth group. Okay. And, and so I kind of, uh, I gave him one youth group. And I was like, dude, you're still not done. <laughs> Um, if you're, if it's not happening by Monday, then you're not going cleanliness next to Godliness. Yeah. But he, I mean, he really turned it around and it was amazing because he was so proud of what he had accomplished and he was like, dad, look, and he's showing everybody his room now, everybody. And it's clean. And and like, you can tell that he's at peace when he is in his room now. It's amazing. Now the key is consistency. Mm-hmm. And, it, well, <laughs> and that I mean, is in our own life too, though, yeah. really. I mean, if we can but do once that, you're there, yeah, you just pick up your crap. It's easy. So I don't know why I made that statement, but but it opened the door for this statement is okay. like, <laughs> as guys, when we try to fix something, right. And you think that like, we've, oh, we've addressed a problem. Right. And you're so quick to like, look at me. I'm so much better now mm-hmm. because I fixed this one issue in my life and I'm good. Yeah. Well, you did it one time. Congratulations. Now 
Let's add a little bit extra stress to the situation. Let's see you do it again. Women. So you know how, (laughs) how women are always like, Oh, my husband did the dishes. I'm so proud of him. Right. And we look at him like, why isn't he doing it more often? Right. But the reality is that it's, it's a lot. Somebody else gets to do the dishes for you. It's that positive (laughs) affirmation though. Right. So maybe she is a little bit like, Oh my gosh, you did it. Amazing. She's treating him like a child to go, look, do it more. I'm going to give reinforcement. Yep. (laughs) I really think that's, that's what it is. We are giant children anyway. Aren't we Ryan? I mean, that's pretty clear. We had this conversation about man, child, man, children, but we are, (laughs) we, we are giant children where I mean, us guys are. And I think part of that is that we do want that positive affirmation, man. I, I don't know why, but I love it. We feed off of it. I think it depends on your love language too. Yeah. Um, Because words of affirmation is a very big one for some people, especially men. I Mm -hmm. think one is just an ego stroke, right? Yeah. Um, But like, we like to have that feeling of accomplishment. And I get that way. Honestly, it's like, it sounds dumb, but like mowing the lawn, like doing like, I do a really good job mowing the lawn. I would like somebody to admire it and go, man, that looks really nice. Thanks. I put a lot of effort into it. And we put, we do, we put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. And once you get a lawn to mow and take care of, dude, you don't realize how much effort you put into it until you're like, wow. And then you get that, the amazing green. It's all nice and even. It's yeah, edged. Especially up. when you oh, power man. rake it first thing in the spring, mm-hmm. get all the lumps out of the lawn, you overseed it. Yeah. I mean, it like you get it looking good. Yeah. But, uh, it, but it's the same thing. I mean, like, I think some guys, we get in the tense of like, hey, I had an open conversation with my wife, you know, and you're expecting a pat on the back for it. You know, it's like. But then the next time it's like you make it criticism in return. You're like, but that one time I consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to and it. And treat your wife like your lawn or your car. Yeah. Water work it. on them. Water you know, them. Instead of looking over the fence at your neighbor's yard all the time. Mm-hmm. Like work on focusing on like how can I water and and tend to that to make it better. I mean, if it's it's that important, obviously, to get into a marriage, it's that important to tend to it. Yeah. And we'll, we're going to be going over that in, in episode 10. We'll be talking about more. And we'll even talk about, you know, how to make and enricher your life yeah. with your wife. I mean, I've obviously failed at being married. I won't say failed. So like, here's, I say that thing. jokingly, right? Because, I mean, there's things that are out of your control. But a lot of people, I mean, they do, they question, you know, hey, Tristan, why do you have advice on, on marriage? You failed. Dude, I did. You're divorced. What do you know about being married? But that's why I know so much about being married. Dude, things that hurt instruct, quote Ben Franklin. There you go. And it's totally true. <laughs> I know where I failed and I can recognize those and I know how to resolve those now. And so when you, you want to talk to a failure, you absolutely do. And you want to talk to somebody who has success after failure. If I, I mean, it's like going into the business world and in, the, in our career path, like insurance, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like talking to the top sales guys all the time. Because they're usually going to give you the same three answers, no matter who they are. They're all doing the same thing, pretty yep. much. I like to talk to those guys, but I also like to talk to the guys that have been in the game for like 15 years and that have been consistent, like steady. What do you do to remain steady? Because you look at those top guys, they're going to be going spiking, and then they'll dip for a while, and then they'll spike again, and then dip, and they're just all over the board, right? I mean, it's just like this giant, you know, it looks like shark teeth, essentially, if you look at the mm-hmm. chart where like the guys that are more on a steady upward curve, they may have a little bit of a drop, but it's just more nice, even rolling flow. What are they doing differently? They're doing a ton of things. And how do they maintain the mental focus and the mental, um, I mean, aptitude just to, just do that. Cause that's tough. It's not yeah. an easy job. No. And so like those ones that are like, and I, I judge success differently than some may see it. 
because I look at retention, right? Retention's mm-hmm. huge, especially now that I'm independent. Like it matters to me because that's, I get paid on renewals. Yep. So I got to keep people around. Well, I've got to be really good at tending to their needs. I've got to be responsive. I've got to build a relationship. So when they call me at, you know, nine o'clock at night because their garage is on fire, you know, they want to be able to trust me when they're t- like, what do I do? Like, it's a worst thing ever. No, it could be worse, but like, yeah, I just acknowledge their pain. Like, dude, this sucks. But guess what? You got me on the phone. You know, I'm your biggest asset. Yep. Let's go to work. You know, and like, it's, I can't do anything right now. You know, the fire, the smoke hasn't even settled yet. So tomorrow we'll call back. We'll sit, we'll sit down. We'll go through claims. We'll go through the, I mean, and I'm not trying to go all businessy in this, but like, it's the same thing in your marriage too. It is true because if your wife comes to you with an issue that you don't think is, is great, but she does feel is great. You're that same guy. You're that same asset. You're her greatest cheerleader. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be that person that can help resolve those issues. And too. sometimes you have to offer some correction, but you have to mm-hmm. do it in a manner that's going to be received well. You can't just like say, nah, you're an idiot. Get over it. Yeah. That doesn't help anybody. Right. Let's just say, hey, let's, let's, yeah, we acknowledge that this isn't the greatest situation right now. Let's take a deep breath. We can still go to bed through this. We can wake up tomorrow. It's a new day. And we could tackle it tomorrow when there's more options available. And that's not, not enough people do that. How I mean, would, how would you respond? Like though, if like your spouse was that way, like at night, like, or if like you're going through stress or anxiety or something like that, it's kind of calming, right? It is kind of calming. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a tough one in that side because I mean, you know, we all have gone to bed and just had those thoughts all night long uh-huh. and you can't sleep. Oh, dude, I've um, done it all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you're in the situation, by the way, one of my tricks, you have to leave the room um, because your brain will occupy that room with those same thoughts. So if you actually go into a different spot, yep. you can clear your head. For me, if I can't sleep in my bed, I'll go to the couch mm-hmm. um, only because I, I learned that technique a long time ago and it actually really works. I've come to like my guest room downstairs. Mm-hmm. I've like literally just gone to a new level in my house and it's, you know, it's a little bit quieter down there. It's different. I mean, because I've like... Laminate floors upstairs. I've got carpet downstairs. It's like, well, the thought little, changes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's kind of nice. It, the sounds are different, but I mean, it's kind of weird, but whatever <laughs> it works. Um, you know, so I think we've, we've kind of touched on some, a lot of, a lot of really good stuff. And I don't really think this is supposed to be a long episode today. Um, no, I think we're pretty decent on this side. Yeah. Pretty good. But I mean, and so remember people, you're going to ask about teens. Teens are tough. Remember that teens' brains don't fully develop until they're after 16 years old or older than 16. I want to say it's, it's 20. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, yeah, yeah it's more than yeah. likely it. But, <laughs> but they say, it, per science, it's like 16 years old, and that's when they start getting aware of other people. So you have to take it with a grain of salt, and you have to be understanding with that and how you were at that age also. Kids are savages sometimes, too. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. And so you can't take things personally from a kid because they don't really know what they're understanding either. And so that's one of my biggest secrets is never take it personally. Yeah. And it, it, seriously, especially if you have a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're mean and I hate you. And you're but, like, you don't mean that, but, but whatever. that's really it. So, I mean, you know, don't be, if you're raising kids, don't be too harsh. Don't jump to anger too fast. Always understand and remember how you were. Yeah. And that way, and always here's, here's another big key. Always hug your kids. Yep. Every day when they go to bed, I hug them. Every time they come home, I'll hug them. If I see them randomly, yeah, I'll just hug them because I don't care. They need to know that they get that attention from you and that you're the safe place. You know, and it's something that you can ask my son and I've made sure, you know, I want to brag about this, but like, it's probably one of the more proud things in my life is that you can ask my son 
and I'll have you randomly ask him sometime. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your dad's favorite thing in the world? You know what he'll say? What's that? Him. <laughs> That's awesome. He knows that. That's totally awesome. He knows it to be true. So, you know, what does that take to get there? It's not telling your kid that. It's making sure that they feel and know and understanding their love language is enough. Like you can be receptive to the, how they're telling that you, that they love you when you respond to it that way. But also they need to understand your love language and how you respond to them and how you tell them that you love them. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's more than just a word. It is an action and a feeling too. Yeah. It is a verb completely. Yeah. So with that, I think we're going to leave you with I that. Yeah, absolutely. Leave with that one and uh, be good to each other. We will be back with you next week. Hey, so also yeah. remember Facebook page, like Dad, it, Dad give us some advice podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Um, you can catch us on anchor.fm slash dadvocacy podcast or on Spotify, Apple, uh, everything under the sun. Except if you for, can rate us, yeah. give us five stars, yeah. give us all the likes, share it with your friends. Yeah. We, we, we want to see be, our, our interaction increase. That'd yeah. be awesome if we could, but that would be fantastic. Yeah. So once again, uh, this is Ryan and this is Tristan and this was episode nine of the Dadvocacy podcast. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.